This is RebelNet Radio with your host, T.E. Parker and Joe Spalatro. Running down a dream. Boy, it, it feels like a dream since the last time we've been together, Joe. I was just looking. It looks like it's been six or seven months, which does not set a record for us. <laughs> wow. I think we went eight months before. We're not record setters. No. Well, that's exciting. It's more exciting than our athletics have been. Hey, yes, you got that right. It is summer edition football slash basketball, maybe schedule. Uh, we don't have too much from knowledge from the basketball department at the time. But uh, I'm excited for football, Joe. I was talking to you earlier. It's it's kind of odd. This is the second year in a row where I am genuinely more excited about football than I am basketball. That happens rarely to happen two years in a row. I know that's never happened, but, I mean, last year I was very excited, and it was quickly <laughs> deflated with a loss to, I don't know, Jonathan Howard. What, I don't know. Who did we play? Yeah, it was Johnny Howard. Howard or some school like that that we were 40. Five point favorite and got smoked, and that quickly deflated the entire season. Cam Newton's little brother pulled one off on us. Still not sure how that happened, but no, no. this is a new year, two thousand eight. Don't get discouraged when we when two, we get two, crushed two, by USC. Two thousand eight, twenty eighteen. I'm sorry, twenty eighteen. Yeah, you just backed up a decade. But it feels that long since we've had a podcast. Yeah, the Mountain West is going to be good. Oh, we're going to yeah. have some competitive games against Jimmer and Kawhi and all that. <laughs> yes. oh, this is going to be exciting. Oh, don't make me think back into the memory bank for that stuff. It's so good. Uh, yeah, football schedule. What do you think, Joe? We got uh, SC to start. A couple home games against UTEP and Prairie View, which which should be winners. Yeah, I, I mean. What's nice is it looks like UNLV should very easily get off to a, a two, two, and one, two, two and one start, probably yeah. three and one. I assume if they're going to uh, win the two home games um, against UTEP and Prairie View A and M, which they should do rather easily, and, and then they head to Arkansas State. That's a toss up because yeah. Arkansas State's been good. Yeah, it's it's a toss up, but I, I think you, you know um, just being above five hundred for a change. <laughs> I'll take two and two going into no, the Mountain but I, West. I'm saying. You know, being on the positive side of things and having a little bit of momentum, I think, you know, it's one of those games where they could be really amped for. And uh, the schedule plays out favorably. Let's face it. It's a win. Really, you think they'll be amped for Arkansas State? Yeah, I, I don't a, buy that. A, a bunch of kids that haven't won before at the college level being two and one, um, getting off to a good start. Yeah, I do think they'll be amped. And, and if they're not amped, the one thing we know about Sanchez, it's not going to be because Sanchez isn't amped himself no he, he's always <laughs> yeah, gonna yeah be he's always going to be amped for every game and i know this team has been prone to letdowns against lesser opponents sort of like in basketball as well but i just think that getting out of the gates a little bit more quickly than we have in a long time it it you know th that could be enough to get them past an arkansas state and could you imagine that you're, you're coming you come home three and one headed into a, a mountain west conference where the schedule is incredibly favorable for UNLV this year. I think it's going to be a successful season. What's the over-under at the books? Is it six? It's not five and a half. It's five and a half, I believe. Oh, that's, I, to me, that's they're giving away money at five and a half. I think it's an easy, easy over. So, 
by the way, with Arkansas State, favored mm-hmm. to win their division in the Sun Belt, mm-hmm. in Jonesboro, Arkansas, mm-hmm. that's a tough game. That's a tough game for a Power 5 team. No, so would at, so would a game at Fresno State. It, it reminds me a lot of two years ago when we went to Central Michigan. Uh, yeah, I remember and, that. and they just absolutely blew our they doors did. off. Because we weren't up for the game. I'm not saying that can't happen, but um, I just think that the good start could have an impact on that. Now, now, if you drop one of those games against Utah, UTEP or Prairie View like we did against Howard or, or S, wasn't it SUU one year or something like yep, that? Yeah, we did do that. You know, if, if, if they're going to do that, then, you know, the season's up for grabs completely. Uh, but I don't think that'll happen. I think, that, you know, at worst they're going to be 2-1 and one heading into that game. You come back 2-2 two and two at, at worst, but I'm my guess would be 3-1 and one against New Mexico at home. I think um, – it sets up for a very nice season, and and you know I I think the five and a half is a joke myself. I'm I'll 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 put money down on the over. There you and go. That, no, absolutely. I I honestly think this. I can't see this team. I think they should win seven. Yeah, easily. I, the the only one I disagree with on on your win loss tally well, that you have here. I must. I'm, I'm. Is Utah I, State's going to be strong? No, no. And and they're at home. Right. Um, That's the one where I meant to put a loss, and I meant to put a win. But I think we Air can Force. beat Air Force. At That's home. I, so. I reversed those accidentally. Yeah. Oh, so and then um, you know, and, and, and I, I think we can win at Hawaii. Hawaii, right? And that's where I'm counting eight and four. Yeah, I, I have that marked as a loss just because um, the the UNR team, whoever is at home, generally well, loses. Last year broke that string. Yes, it did. But it. Goes back a long ways. From it there. sure does. It sure does. But I last game of the season again, un, unless UNLV's in bowl position at that point, because then you might be resting. No, he wouldn't. Sanchez won't rest anybody for Reno, would he? Nah. Resting. Jesus. Well, getting ready for a bowl game. Nah, I, it's going to be a bowl season. Honestly, it is. I, I, it's not. Gonna, I I agree. If it's not a bowl season, I think there need to be a lot of serious questions answered. Or a bowl eligible season. You know, you never know mm. what's going to happen with teams, but. If, we, this, if this team does not finish 500, I think questions need to be asked. 52 returning Letterman. Um, by far the most experienced team that Sanchez has had. Probably by far the most talented team he's had. Armani Rogers coming off a, a really good campaign in his it was, it redshirt was, freshman year. It was inconsistent, but overall... I. I I was happy with it. I mean, he had a lot of freshman mistakes, but he showed a ton of promise. Oh, I think he he zipped the ball around. Um, the only real knock is is when he got injured. Well, that's something he's got to learn how to do because he's not afraid to take off from no. run with the ball. But he also doesn't mind hitting people. <laughs> we we saw that last year. He's got to learn how to get out of bounds and hit the ground a little bit more because he's too valuable to this team. To, to get taken out by a middle linebacker or something like that. Yeah, John, Johnny Stanton came in last year yeah. and, and filled that void whenever he was out. This year, I don't know if we have a true backup quarterback yet. Um, I, I don't know who the backup is on the on the uh, depth chart yet. Um, we're looking at uh, Max Gilliam, Markel Grayson, Markel Grayson, Kenyon Obald, uh, Oblad. Oh, Blad? Yeah, yeah, he's going to be a freshman. I, he's probably going to be a redshirt. And and Grayson's another local kid. It's yeah. a redshirt freshman. Right. Um, so, uh, yeah, the talent disparity is going to drop significantly if Rodgers goes down. Uh, I I think he's a good 
good player at so UNLV. Do I. So do I. I think, I think he can player. play. And I think he's. I think he's going to be a very remembered quarterback. If um, you know, barring a transfer or something like that, but if he gets his four years and four full years in at UNLV, he's going to be a very, very remembered quarterback at UNLV. Randall Cunningham threw for over eight thousand yards. Yeah. Can Rogers do that? I don't know if he could reach eight. That's a lot. He can't. Uh, he can't punt for as many yards as Randall did. I'll tell you that. He's got fourteen seventy one after one year. Gonna be tough. Gonna be tough. And he's got seven hundred eighty rushing. The yards. rushing yards are impressive, and and that that's what excites me about this team. I mean, you you've got to be kidding me with with the backfield. I think it's it's dynamite. You know, I'm in love with Lex. Anytime mm-hmm. he touches the ball, I think it's a big play ready, ready just to burst. He could squeak through the skinniest of holes. He has that burst of speed. Um, he's shifty. He, he's got the moves. I, I love watching Lex, but as much as I love watching Lex, I cannot wait to, to watch see Charles Williams coming off of um, a redshirt year where he got injured before the season. He is going to no, come he, out. He actually played the one game last year. Did he play a game? Yeah, he, he played one game, and he got hurt in that game. I think he had something like 12 rushes for like 90 yards or something. Okay. Didn't he? I don't remember him playing last year. I think he got hurt last year. He had 763 yards as a true freshman, averaged over five yards a carry. Uh, Coming out of the Fresno area as a high school kid. Last year in in the first game, he he had 12 rushes for 93 yards. He he ran for eight yards a carry. Granted, it was against Howard, a a crap team, but and I'm not going by that. But the year before, like you said, he ran, he ran for over 750 yards, and he averaged over five and yards. And wasn't even supposed to play. No, exactly. It was supposed to be Xavier Campbell and Lexington and, only. And, and here's the thing. When he played, it, it was so long ago that it's easy to forget, but he was just as dynamic as Lex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was very excited. And, and, you know, you lose to Howard and you lose him, and the season kind of gets forgotten right away, and you forget what we have coming back. But now you got those two in the backfield with, with Xavier. Uh, T, I just... Don't know that there's going to be a better rushing core in the Mountain West. No, I, I've seen. And then you got you got a quarterback that could run. It's it's going to be it's, it's going to be deadly. I, and you got a really good offensive line. We're, we're gonna we're gonna put up <laughs> and some, good wide receivers. It's it's going to be a great yeah. I, I I'm one that that isn't crying about the loss um, at receiver like some people are. They're worried about um, who was it last year? I can't even remember his name. Who do we lose? Devontae Boyd. Yeah, Devontae Boyd. I, I thought he was a good receiver, but, you know, for him breaking all those records, I I didn't think that highly of him. There were too many drops over the middle, and uh, the hands just weren't there. The big catches weren't just weren't there. Not like some of UNLV's big receivers in the past, like a Ryan Wolf or a Randy Gatewood or a Irvin Johnson, you know, mm-hmm. your, your true number ones. He was a good receiver. I don't think he'll be missed as much as most people think, and I think they got a good core to fill in there. So, Offensively, what did we average last year? Near, nearly thirty points a game, I believe. We, we averaged twenty-eight point eight. Okay, and um, which is going to be good for the top quarter of college football, I would think. Well, and and we scored ten against San Diego State. We scored sixteen against Nevada. Right. If you, if you throw out those two games and twenty-one against Ohio yeah, State, we if you throw out those three games, yeah, they they put on. We're in the thirties and forties every and game. The thing is, it's it's easy to tell. Um, I mean, there's a lot of weapons on offense. It's still got to be ground-based for sure. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, you hope that opens up the passing game a little bit and, and we get a little bit, some better reads from quarterback and some, um, 
you know, just some quick hitter, some, even if they're safe, it's not like you need to go deep and down the field on, on every play with, with big plays through the but air. But he, he does you, you, that well. He, so. he, he does do that well, and it may be open with, with the running game. If the running game is – I just look for this team to really put up some points. Obviously, the big concern is defense because we aren't going to stop anybody. We don't know a lot, new defensive coordinator, but it's a small – defense that was very very bad last year well and they can't be as bad as last year let me let me say this let me say this so the 31.8 points per game we we allowed last year was the best in the last eight years well if you're trying to paint last year's defense as being good i'm going to tell you you're full of crap well it, it was five points less than the year before Okay, that's well, that's significant. That, that, that's almost a touchdown. All right, Joe. last year's basketball season was an amazing accomplishment. I, I mean, don't that, know what to say. I'm speechless. Well, I mean, we came we came off our worst year in history, so last year must have been terrific. Okay, well, I, I, I'm I, just saying I'm it's just... it's still bull crap. Bad is bad. Okay, doesn't matter how rotten an apple is; it's still rotten. But if you're making improvements. What if we? I, what if we improve five points this year? In, in, now you're at twenty six points. Yeah, well, you say if by twenty twenty two we'll be giving up seven points a game. Okay. <laughs> the, now, now, now we're talking. Now we're going to the Mountain go. West. Um, unfortunately, the Mountain West is still going to be out of reach, obviously. But um, you know, I know that that's never been within reach anyway. That we're improving year to year is a good thing for Sanchez. Um. I don't know. The defense is going to be a key, and, and one of the disappointing things we saw last year and a little bit the year before with Sanchez is the inability, um, something that I thought would be a strength, but there was an inability to remain focused, to remain poised, to approach a game with a certain hunger. Right. To which, me, which the is, biggest thing from last year is the inability to close out wins. Yeah, but there were... Even last year, there were some games where, where we sleptwalked at the beginning, T, and, and that goes... Completely against Sanchez's personality, and that, that's never what, lost to Air Force. No, you shouldn't have lost should to Air Force. Never lost Reno, to Howard or Howard. That's three games. That's three that's, right that's, there. That's, now that's now you're at game. eight and four. Right. And those are and, and it's, it's, yeah. those are games that, that the Air Force game was real freaky. Didn't they score like the last thirty points or something, something like that? Yeah, those are games that you know you final have, score thirty four thirty. I think it was twenty seven nothing at halftime. Something like that. Something to that effect. It wasn't, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it was. Th those are games that you know you're gonna that game and the Howard game. You're gonna lose maybe once every two hundred games that you play them, and we happen to put them together in the same season, and it led to a a failure on the season because of those. Um, so you know, I I I'd like to see better focus. Just just. I really don't think we've had it completely. It's been sporadic. And that could be <clears throat> a little bit to do with the youth it, from it, last year. It, it could. It could. But we've seen it two years in a row, and it's it's kind of an ugly trend when you think about it. And like I said, it's you expect teams to be a reflection of the head coach in many ways. And Sanchez is as fire as they get, and you know he doesn't overlook any detail. And he's hungry as hungry could be before each game. You see him on the sidelines. He's a maniac. Sure. He's ready. So you, you, you want that to carry over to the players. And sometimes it's not there, or usually it's not there, and that's a concern. But overall, it's T, it's going to be a good season. So from a defensive standpoint, we, we returned Dalton Baker, who had a great year at uh, free safety last year, 99 tackles. Uh, Gabe McCoy comes back. 
I think he's going to have a monster year. Yeah, he had I, I uh, too. three tackles for loss last year. What we what we have to to improve on is is playmaking ability, sacks, Ugh. interceptions. I mean, you look at the the roster. Jericho Flowers with two picks. Anybody else? Uh, it's it's just bad. It's bad. It's horrible. And the sacks. Mike Hughes two sacks last year. Um, Jameer Altsy with two sacks. <laughs> well, we, <laughs> Come we, on. We, we what did we have? Eleven sacks as a team last year. Something like that. I, and I mean, three of them came against Ohio State. Year before we had seven. Um, obviously, we're and they not. weren't trying to move the ball. Right. Right. <laughs> So it's, it it's, bad. it's obvious putting pressure on the quarterback hasn't been a strength. It's got to be, and, and that's kind of why I expect, you know, we'll, we'll see what Skipper has in store. It, we can't be playing the same type of base defense that just kind of loafs in the middle. You know what I mean? It's, it's mm-hmm. like we're not going to put on pressure, but we're not going to cover you either. We're just going to kind of – it was just bad. You, you need to – Focus somewhere and go with it. I, I, I suspect we're going to go small and try to play quick and disguise some blitzes, come with a lot of different different blitz packages, leave some guys on an island, guys that can cover, and just, just mix it up defensively. I don't think we're going to be good defensively regardless, but um, we need to at least make some things happen at times. You know what I mean? Instead mm-hmm. of saying, let's see if we can make the other team eat six minutes off the clock before they score their touchdown. We can't do that. Je- Javin White. From his uh, strong side linebacker, linebacker position, two picks last year. And then you're talking Jericho Flowers with two picks. And that's really it. I mean, from a defensive standpoint, getting turnovers is so big. So big. How many did we force last year? And what did we give up? I'm sitting here counting them. You're, you're, you're actually counting. Um, it's, it's not many. Even the tackles for losses are bad. You know, I will say this. <clears throat> the fact that we finished at 31 points a game average last year after giving up 28. 31.8. We, I thought you said it was 28.8 last year. No. Jeez. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, that's an improvement of five points from the yeah, year that, before. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. It was our best in eight yeah, years. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's our best in eight years. Anyhow. So 31.8 after we gave up 43 to Howard to start the season. Right. That's generally the spot where you hold the team down, and then you can give up some points in other games. That should be a 3 or a 10. There you go. We didn't have that. So good improvement from that opening game where they rushed all over us. Yeah. And uh, pretty much. We're going to be doing that to a lot of teams. Yeah. We're, 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 we're gonna get, we're really gonna rack we're, up we're some gonna pound people. Um, we're talking Acosta back at center. We got Polu at uh, guard, Singer at the other guard, Jacobson who's a stud, and then a sophomore in the left tackle spot, uh, Donovan Outlaw. Pantiles is back as the place kicker and punter and punter. Yeah, he does. He's a jack he, of all yeah, trades. Jack, jack of all kicking trades. Jack yeah, of all kicking trades. Forty-two or forty-two last year. From I, th- I think there's promise, and and the USC game, you know, that's kind of that's a money game. Yeah, you go, out, you go out there, compete, do what you can, sort of like get over a million dollars. Yeah, just like Michigan last year. Was it last year? 
Or was that two years ago? Or was it Ohio was it State last year? Last year. Ohio State last year. Wasn't it Michigan the year before, or was that UCLA? UCLA the year before, Michigan the year before that. Yeah, they're all they're all. Run, I'm getting old. They're all running together for me. But you, you, I think you know, you know, if he's in the position where you got to play those games, take them, Heck take yeah. the money. Um, Why not? You, yeah, just, I'd play two of them. Just go out there and uh, I wouldn't oh, play Prairie View. I would play another. Well, you, you, you money you, game. I I understand that, but you also want to give yourself. It's, Until basketball starts paying some bills. Well, you, you know, basketball and football are different animals. I mean, basketball or football could schedule like this because we've never had success. That basketball schedule in the way they if are. If no one's showing up at basketball games, you might as well get some money on the road in football. Yeah, maybe. you got to make it up somewhere, I guess. it's. I mean, that's not why it was done. Just nobody knew basketball was going to fall on these types of times. No, but... Uh, the one game a year to get your, I, your paycheck. I, I, I wouldn't. That's play, fine. I wouldn't play with the position you know be footballs, and I wouldn't take too many games in a year. I wouldn't do that. You you want to get above, you want to make sure you get above five hundred so you could get some following, even if it's against these some of these scrub teams. It, it doesn't matter. We, you know, these never. I mean, we've played in four bowls in the history of the university. That, that's what I'm saying. What, what's what's our best record in the in the two thousands? Eight and five. Probably is my guess. One of uh, the Las Vegas Bowl game yeah. year, eight and five, two thousand. Yeah, that's my guess. Okay, sure. So that's what I'm saying. You know, these never had real success. You could afford to play these schedules, build some excitement, win some games, get get a record above five hundred, make a bowl game. That, we that, we, we play up. in one bowl game per decade. Yeah, it's been eighty four, ninety four, two thousand, and two thousand thirteen. So we're not going to make it. <laughs> That's what you're saying. We got to wait until 2021. Once well, a decade. Uh, That's where we're at as a university. And I, I, one of those we had a forfeit, didn't we? In '84, the California Bowl. Yeah, we had a forfeit. It didn't we? We smoked Toledo though. Yeah, with a bunch of players that didn't even know where the campus was. Randall is a senior. Yeah, you're gonna win some games with Randall as a senior. I think they they also had they probably I don't know that he played. They probably had Icky Woods as a freshman running back back then. Well, I mean. If if Randall can't move the ball, he's going to punt it ninety yards. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I know. He was fun. I, I like you know. You know that's when I went to my first UNLV you know, football games. He was fun to watch. That you know there, there's. I mean, we're not a big time football school, obviously, but you know sometimes there, there 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 comes a player that is just ultra fun to watch and and, oh, and I, I was I was just even like, in the pros, Randall was I, great to no, watch. He was fantastic to watch. He's the only reason I would watch the pros for for a number of years there, but. You know, he was one of them. Somebody like Ryan Wolf, to tell you the truth, even though he was a receiver, he was That's your amazing career, to watch. Uh, receiver John, leader, by the way. You, you know, John Denton was amazing to watch as a quarterback before he blew everything up mm-hmm. his own career. And, you know, you, you had some running backs and, and mostly receivers, though, you know, um, Keenan McCardle and Randy Gatewood. They've, they've had some good individual players. We've just never had a good individual team. We've you had know. some fun teams. Tim Denton. Who? Tim Denton. Who this, who's that? John Denton? John Denton. Yeah, John Excuse Denton me. from Green, Green Valley. Yeah, yeah he, was, he, was, he, was, he was amazing. Two years, 6,000 yards. Yeah, and then he just, you know. Pulled no. a John Denton. Yeah, he pulled a John Denton. He, he was amazing to watch. He was, yeah, he was worth. We, we were losing all those games with Horton, but we were, we were really putting up some points back then. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder what but, uh, our average points per game on defense was with that team. 
I don't. It had to be up in the upper thirties. <laughs> it really did. I mean, there were games where where we were, we were giving up in the mid sixties. Oh I swear, there were there were some games. There was one game against them. You'd have to look it up. I think we played. God, I cannot remember. I think it was Idaho or Idaho State. It was probably the the most fun football game I've ever been to, where. We threw for over 300 yards in the fourth quarter, I think. Good <laughs> Lord. We had two quarterbacks, I think, throw for 300 yards. Two separate quarterbacks in the same game. you got to look it up sometime, T. I will. Just look up the old article, and um, it was the bizarrest game. You know, we, we made this incredible, incredible co- comeback, and it was just, I think Randy Gatewood set the NCAA record for receptions in a game with 17 or 19, and most of those came in the fourth quarter. They're calling his name on every damn pass, you know. It was it was fun. I, I I remember that some of it. It was a long time ago. I'm old. Do you do you know what uh, kind of surprises me? Hmm. UNLV has the fourth highest enrollment of all Mountain West teams. I don't think I would have guessed that. Who's first? Enrollment. Now you're making me look. Colorado State's second. San Diego State. No. Yes. Yes, they are. Yeah, I would think so. 33,000. And not a decent one among them. Looking? As people. Oh, wow. Yeah. Tough crowd over yeah. here. I'm not an Aztec person. Aztecs, number one, 33,000. Yeah. You're not an Aztec guy? No. What about a cougar guy? No, not a cougar guy. Wolfpack guy? No, I don't. I don't like. There's there's a lot of teams in the Mountain West that don't bug me at all, um, but yeah, San Diego State bugs me. They're fans. By the way, you know what bugs me? Our logo? No, the Wolfpack's enrollment is listed at exactly two thousand or twenty thousand people. Well, that's exactly what they had. They Every, had everybody else's enrollment is like some numbers. And, yeah, at the end. well, they had twenty thousand. Thirty-two thousand one fifty-seven. Oh no, Hawaii twenty thousand as well. Maybe they just want to cap you. Yeah. Five thousand per class? Is that what it is? I don't know. We're stretching here, by the way. I don't want to talk about the basketball schedule either. If that's what I'm excited for the basketball Why? schedule. Why? We're, we're we're doing the same thing as last year. No. We really? get a, we get a top ten team here. Uh, we had Arizona last year. Ugh. Not at home. Yes, we did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did. Oh, yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, we did. It's a little bit better. We got BYU. Than... When we, last year we had Utah. Yeah, but BYU, I, I don't mind it, Utah well, at all. Utah's better than BYU. Right, but I actually like to root against BYU. Oh, I, I understand that. From a, from a fan interest standpoint, yeah, BYU's better. That's what, sure. what you so schedule the, for. The, the, problem, the problem is there's going to be more blue than red. I I really hate the fact that before December we don't play anybody. I mean, no, it's that's a, it's a complete joke. Get me into the basketball season. You know, it's I'm going to have to watch these tournaments over Thanksgiving just to care about basketball. I know until December second or fourth, whenever we play Cincinnati. I mean, it's brutal. It's terrible. It's it's not as bad as last year, but for the second year in a row. We're basically waving the white flag and saying the regular season doesn't matter. The conference season doesn't matter. Tune in in early March and root for us during the Mountain West tournament. And UNLV should not be in that position 
ever, let alone two years in a row. Um, they're obviously scheduling for wins to pad us, to pad the win total again, T. And to me, it's an insult. Mm-hmm. I I can't help it. I know people don't like hearing it, but it's beating up a bunch of nobodies. You have apologists that try to make it sound like, it, oh, it could be a little bit better. Some of these teams might jump up and surprise and lead their conference. It's bull crap. Come on. Uh, you could look at the schedule and you could see what it's built for. It's built for wins, wins that are going to keep any, even with success, it's going to keep your RPI in the mid-hundreds. Do you know why it stinks so bad? Because being a UNLV fan, we've always thought of ourselves as a notch ahead of all the rest of our conference. Uh-huh. E- from the time we got well, here. Whether it was even deserved we, or not. Right. Even though we don't win championships, even though we don't do anything like that, we finish fifth, we finish fourth, whatever. We've always thought of UNLV as a bigger brand than any other basketball team in our conference. But that bigger brand means you schedule better. It, that's that's a big part of it. That is that's people will come and play UNLV at UNLV because of UNLV's brand. That seems that's to be gone. gone. That's gone. The brand is completely gone, and it's hard. It's hard to watch. I think attendance is going to be even worse no, than last it can't year. Be worse. Well, it could be because of hockey. Well, yeah, could be. Hockey really didn't start taking off until. You know, after Christmas. I would say January yeah, after Christmas, yeah, people really started jumping on the bandwagon. I think they're going to feel realizing feel that they were actually good mm-hmm. and that it was really fun to be at. And I think that's going to have more of an impact on this year than last year. And I think last oh, yeah. year's lack of um, just a season of anything worthwhile. I mean, when you're when your one big win comes against Reno, which is great because Reno was a good basketball team, and it came at Reno. Granted, it was without their very best player, the best player in the league. Mm-hmm. And when he returned, they ended up tw- up 25 at the half mm-hmm. against UNLV when they had him at, at UNLV. So, I mean, that was your big win. And then your next best game was a loss against Arizona. That's terrible. Fans aren't going to show up for that. They're not going to shell out money for that. It's why there are complete, multiple complete empty sections at UNLV games. And you sat in every section this past year, didn't no, you? No, there's too many. There's not enough games. Oh. But uh, I'm making the rounds trying to make sure I sit in every section at least once in my UNLV fandom career. And I think I have, but I'm just doubling <laughs> back on some of them that I may have missed. And unfortunately, they're... You're really reaching for goals here. It, it, isn't that pathetic? <laughs> you're reaching for isn't goals. Isn't that pathetic? That when you're trying to sit in every single section in the I'm like, well, you know, I know I've got the record at 555 or whatever it is, straight home games without missing a game, you know, since 85. I know I've got that record, but now it's like, hmm, what can I do now? The games are boring. They're not exciting. The scalpers come up to you and they're like, I got Gucci Row, and you're like, no, I need 206 tonight. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really looking for 206. You know, I need those $12 tickets there, tonight. There, there are no longer scalpers at UNLV. There are people. <laughs> well, I saw Mike DeBone out there last No, 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 no. A, a, a scalper implies that you're selling tickets for more than a face value. These <laughs> tickets are all going for less than. So even if Metro was out there <laughs> they were like, do, oh, doing a sweep. He's giving these away? Cool. They're like, it's. You know, thirty-two dollars face value, and you're selling it for ten bucks. They can't bust you. It's they more charitable. It. Yeah, they can't bust you. So <laughs> you're basically you know, a charity. You know, they're 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 as lonely as the Maytag repairman. You know, there <laughs> there's just nobody coming up. There's very few at the windows, and I just think we're going to see a lot more crowds like that. And and as a longtime fan, it's hard to watch. And then when you see that um, 
you know, a lot of people are tabbing this as a rebuilding year as if last year was the, a, a the culmination, pin, a, a pinnacle of sorts. <laughs> the culmination. When it was a pretty, pretty bad underachievement. What did we lose? Six of our last seven games of the season yeah. last year to close out the season? And it wasn't yeah. a good conference. It, it wasn't, wasn't a good conference. It'll be better this year. Well, I hope so. I don't know. New well, Mexico should be much better. They, they, wait, Reno wait, should wait, wait, be wait. really good. Uh, New Mexico, they're they're very very interesting because they had a bad team last year. I don't care any way you want to slice this. But they were decent in our uh, conference. No, let me finish. Okay. They had a bad team. When you have Furry Stinger as a star, and this this kid is a stiff. Okay, it's it's a testament to the job that Weir did because he remember they played really poorly earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. They didn't even look like a D one. They pro. had like three three wins in their non conference. Yeah, and and they but they looked really bad. They looked really unorganized. They were just a bad basketball team. He got them to come together somehow, some way, and play hard. They weren't. They still weren't good. No, but they played hard. They played together, and they won a lot of games they weren't supposed to win, including a couple against us. One of them, the refs gave to them. Um, when they didn't call the foul on Javon Mooring when he was fouled on the rebound. But um, you remember that? Or yeah. No? Yeah. I that, that, was, that was a foul. But anyway, but now they're, they're a totally different team in that they don't have a bunch of scrubs. They have some good players. He brought in some very good transfers, very good transfers. He's kind of building just like Musselman did at the very beginning. Yeah, but that's risky, T. And that's what I'm saying. For, for New, sure, for New Mexico, it could be feast or famine because now you're juggling attitudes. Last year, it's easy to get a bunch of. It's easier to get a bunch of scrubs that aren't very good to buy in and say, you know what, let's let's just do this together as a team. It's easier for them to accept that that type of leadership and and direction than it is for a bunch of uh, superstars when things don't start going right. Like if they lose a game and Carlton Bragg didn't play as many minutes as he thought he should have been playing or whatever. You, you know, Ooh, you actually tossed out a name. Oh, that's one of their transfers. I know. Yeah. So, no, he, he brought in an impressive no. haul. There's no doubt for about sure. it. For sure. The Ohio State and, kid, the, the Miles or yeah. Quiles or what what's his name? I don't Laquan know. Laquan Miles, I believe. And um, so on paper, they should have the second best team in conference yes. on paper. But, but we, that's – and, and we, Reno's going to be top ten. I mean, they're Reno's, they are so legit. I, I don't think they're a legit Final Four team like people are talking. I think they're a legit top 20 team. Mm-hmm. I, they're a Sweet 16 team again, I think. I, it, they made the Elite Eight, right, Yeah, they last made, year, they right? They made the Elite Eight, and they should have made the Final Four. They played Illinois-Chicago. Down to a bucket? Yeah. I know. They, they, had a mm-hmm. great, they had a great draw, and they took advantage of it. Sure. No, they. I'm. I'm not taking any credit away from them. I mean, it looked, it looked like they were going to lose in the first round last yeah. year. Texas is tough. Yeah, and it looked like they were going to lose it, and they pulled. They pulled it out in the end. And um, so, no, you have to. You have to give them credit. But I. I don't. You know, they're talking dark horse final four. I don't see that out of that team. I, I do see a legitimate top twenty and a sweet sixteen team, though. What What gives them a shot is you got the twins. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be no animosity there, right? No, there there should You got be. Jordan Caroline who's your leader. Yeah. He's not an NBAer. Right. He's just a garbage get you buckets. Yeah. Work hard guy. Uh, a mini Charles Oakley. Yeah. Yeah. I mean And then and then they I think they get who, who's coming back at is Drew coming back at Yeah, Drew's at, coming at back point at guard. point. Um they lost a big time shooter. They did. They did. The kid from Purdue. What Stevens? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but they bring in like three more. I, I, I know they do. They, 
Uh, I know. The, the, they are going to be good. One from Brian, I believe. No, nah, he transferred out. They, oh, they, okay. they were one over the scholarship limit, so I guess he elected to transfer out or, or Musselman gave him the boot. Where, Whatever. Where the five-star kid fits in is the real question for it, that. It is. It is. It's, it's, because um, there's not playing time. That, that, was the, that was the one really good thing where you talk about uh, egos and all that. Musselman played everybody 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. So there was like, yeah. you're playing, I, so I, get I, out there and do it. I think he has the personality to, to where he has a good chance at at because at, he's got a big ego, bigger than any of them. And I, I think when you do have a lot of big egos, you, you do need to have a bigger ego mm-hmm. than them to, to put your foot down. And um, uh, they're not on paper strong. They're, they've proven. You yeah. know, they're, they're proven guys. So they're easily the league favorite. New Mexico on paper, I think they're they're two. Um, but again, paper doesn't prove anything because if paper proved anything, UNLV would have been um, Mount West champ for four years there with Rice. Could you imagine if paper. Oliver would have played for them last year? No, they might not have even yeah, been as good. Yeah, you know what? I, my understanding is Oliver's very good, but it, they didn't miss him. He was he's Anthony Bennett. Yeah, by the way, he he wasn't. He was as good as Anthony. He, he was a good talent, but he didn't make everybody better on the team. He he he, he wasn't uh, the easiest guy to get along with, and all that kind of thing. Um, he, you know, they, they 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 didn't they didn't shed tears when he left. To to me, the the big key with them is your three best players have zero animosity towards each other. Right, and and, and they've proven so things on the court. You're already together as a right team. there, going to be good. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. And, and the twins can play. Yeah, and San, San Diego, <laughs> they look like crap when they play. San Diego but they, State will be in, in that. San Diego State will be in that upper third as well. Um, but then I, th- I think the team that takes the big dive is Boise. Yeah, Boise, they lose a lot. Bo- Boise is going to take a little bit of. I mean, I think their best player returning is that uh, little guard. Paris. Uh, yeah. Um, Boy, I haven't yeah, thought yeah. about college basketball. Uh, yeah, I, I, th- I think I, I think he's their like their best returning player. They're, they're deep in college football right yeah, now. Yeah, they're 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 going to take a dip down. I think UNLV will be a little bit better, probably a little bit maybe. It's it's hard to say because better. Like, I don't know if it'll I, be better. I, I, I don't I don't know. I'm hoping I guess. Um, I mean, because you did lose. Listen, Fresno's McCall, Fresno's a tricky one. Very tricky. First Loser year Rodney coach. Terry. <clears throat> That's going to be tricky. Um, San Jose is going to suck. Air Force is going to suck. Wyoming could uh, surprise. I don't uh, know what they have coming so. back. Colorado State. Uh, no, Colorado State, I think, is in a real dark place right I, now. I, but Wyoming always seems to, when you think they're at their worst, they play really well. So Yeah, but who did they did they lose anybody of significance? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think they got some good Utah players. State got killed when uh, McEwen left. Yeah. Um, because that, that it wasn't a great backcourt, but it's a solid backcourt with him and Merrill for this league. I mean, for this league, it was a solid backcourt. And coming and, back as seniors or juniors, so, um, they're not going to be a factor either. I mean, I think I think you're going to have three or four teams that that battle for those top four spots, and then everybody else is kind of you know mush. And unfortunately, you know, he's in that mush, and you you mm-hmm. you've got to hope that you finish in fifth or fourth, and you could avoid that another year of a playing round. Um. When, when you Unfortunately, gotta get, guess when what? you got to get in the playing round of the Mountain West tournament, it's so sad. You, you're it's living so on bad sad. times. Yeah, you're, you're in the San Jose Air Force. Yeah, and that's what it, I field. mean. Well, when you look at UNLV's wins, I'd have to go through the book and see if it, if how many conference wins does UNLV have in the last two years? You're actually going to make me guess. I don't know, thirteen. Okay, and I believe six or. 
eight of those 13 came against like Air Force and San Jose State. Gosh. I, it's embarrassing. If that's accurate, that's awful. Well, you, you could look it up, but it's something along those lines, and it's, it's absolutely terrible. In other words, we could beat the very – we could dominate the very two worst teams in our league, but everybody else could kick our ass. And that's kind of where UNOV's finished, around that ninth, tenth, eighth. You know, it's it's embarrassing. Hopefully it's a better year. I, 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 I just don't – when you lose McCoy, mm-hmm. who granted was – as lazy as lazy gets and as, as good as uh, his numbers were, and they were needed, don't get me wrong, we, we catered to him a bit too much, I'd say. He got all the minutes he could handle, and, and I don't know. I, I just – losing him, you lose a senior well, point guard. I mean, guard. I like we, our lineup. But we, we lost our, our, our starting backcourt, senior backcourt. I'll take the point guard transferring from Akron. Yeah, I um, like Noah. I, I, I always thought he was a good player. I was surprised we didn't take him whenever he was coming out of Gorman. Uh, um, that was a just, little... Just because he was a a big uh, game player. The, the, he always played his I, best I could, in the biggest game. I, I could tell you what I think about that, why we didn't get him out of Gorman, is we could have taken him. I, I think the relationship between coach and player was too strong, if that makes any sense, between UNLV and, and the Robothams. I think that... Rice was probably straight with them, saying you could play a number of places in this country, but when you come in here, you're not going to play right away, and you're probably not going to see a lot of minutes because we've got player X, Y, and Z. Did he, did he say to Dave, you can coach anywhere in this country, but you're not going to be coaching here? Well, no, but you know what I'm saying. So I th- I think that probably – I'm kidding, by the way. What, what I'm saying is if, if, if Rice didn't have a good relationship with him and knew him so well, he, he could have – I don't want to say screwed him over, but he could have recruited him and sat him on the bench and then had him as a junior and a senior instead of sending him to an appropriate team in an appropriate league to where he could actually do well. If you want to know the truth, Noah went to the right place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Somewhere he didn't overshoot his recruitment. And he started from day one. And he and actually they built Akron pretty solid. Yeah. So, I mean. So it was a good move. Um, I, I think he's going to be solid. I do too. I, I don't think he's going to be spectacular or dynamic or uh, all the Hamilton savior. kids are almost the ha- Hamilton carbon copies of each other. From the people I've talked to, you know, he, he's going to get quite a few shots, but you're going to see him average 15 points a game next year. They're carbon I'm copies. Here and Trey's the best shooter on the team. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. He's a freshman, but um, Trey Woodbury, and yeah. then, and then you know you got to. I liked a Does, lot of that things. means he's playing. Yeah. Who's he playing over? I don't know. I don't know that Wait, he is playing over anybody. How does he get, he, over, he might, he get on the floor? Yeah, you know how college game. basketball is. Starting is not as important as it used to be. I mean, to the kids it is, but in general it's but not. But who the hell does he get in on? No, he's he's not going to play over Hardy. Hardy. He's not played over Clyburn. No, Clyburn will be a senior. Um, I'm not saying he's going to start, T. I'm just saying. you. Know, I, to well, me, I, I could have said you Kendall, Hamilton, Hamilton. Kendall Clyburn. Wallace was our best shooter, too, for sure for a couple of teams. He didn't start. Well, Does that make him any less Woodbury, valuable? Woodbury is a much bigger player. Well, sure he is. Sure. So he, he has more chances at positions to start or play. Maybe. I don't even know if he can play. He can play the two or the three. That's what I'm saying. He's, he's going to get time. I doubt he's going to start, but I wouldn't be Joe surprised. Joe Darger type? He's not that big, Jesus. No, but, I mean, shooting-wise. I don't know. I haven't seen him shoot, so I can't tell. I was just told that he could really I mean, shoot. I'd take Joe Darger on any team I could get. I would, too. He was, want to talk about a coachable kid. Yeah. 
Jesus. He, I mean, that he was willing to play center every game and not. Or in a good team. You know, you could try to get Joe to say something bad about him playing center. He would not bite. He was no. just he was just happy to be on the court and playing. He was he was fantastic to have on your team. Just think about that. You had Joe Darger playing center. Natural small forward, maybe? Yeah, small forward. Was... You had Wink playing two. Mm-hmm. Natural point guard. Probably. And neither one ever complained at all about Kruger. Nope. They, they, didn't, complain, Kruger. they didn't complain about anything. They just played ball. Yep. I, and you need more guys like that, period. I mean, you just do the, the Not UNLV. Everybody. I mean, um, those are the types of guys you want to fill your roster with. That's why with. Kruger was successful for the, for the time that he was. Yeah. Well, they all became upperclassmen at the same time, and it, it culminated in you know, three NCAA tournaments over a two-year period. Yeah, because it rubs off on everybody else. If he if he's the best player and he's not complaining, it, why the hell? No room why can I complain? Yeah. And uh, you know that that's actually what what Lon did the very best here at, at UNLV is his best players were his most his hardest workers. It, and you have to have that to be successful. And it hasn't been. Anthony Bennett was our best player, and he was probably our laziest player. Mm-hmm. For Christian example. Wood. Christian Wood was over the top lazy, and but congratulations to him I, with the way he's played, and and especially congratulations to Ken Birch because there was a kid, you knew, you got to know him a little bit. Uh, yeah, I like good, him a good lot. Good kid, nice kid, and he works hard, and I'm glad to see that he signed a whatever it was a one year deal for 1.7 or something like that. And, and the thing about Cam is, you know, he left early and he made a bad decision or whatever, nah, but no, he, he loved. His experience at UNLV. Yeah, he did. He did. The, the, that the, dude loved every second of every game. Kim Kong and, and... The game at New Mexico where he just dominated defensively and we finally won at the pit. Yeah. That's when I was like, well, I love Kim. Also the game where uh, we finally, we swept San Diego State that mm-hmm. year. Yes, we did. And uh, I remember Anthony Bennett wasn't playing hard, and Rice pulled him at the end of the game. It was a tight game, and uh, and I know I was like, "What the hell is he doing?" You know, and we all knew Anthony was lazy already, but he produces too, yeah. so it's not it's not easy to bench somebody that's producing. But Kem came up with a big block shot, and you know he put the game away. And there's that. I still remember him shushing the crowd as he's running back yep. or run, running into the forecourt, shushing the entire. Uh, Aztec crowd. That that was great. He was a, he was a fun player. I'm happy that he was a fan favorite. Yeah, he was, and he should have been. He was very humble, very Probably quiet. The, the last of the fan favorites. Um, he would have been another like that guy. Just wow, wow. You've you've left me kind of speechless here. Um, I can't remember anybody else. To that point, I just don't know. I mean, I think a lot of fans did truly appreciate Roscoe, too, because he was completely blue-collar, but I, I wouldn't stretch it to it fan was the same favorite. Team, though. It was the same team. After that, um, wow. Because we had so many. Rashad never so ingrained himself. And, um, there was a senior in there that was a fan favorite, but it was only because he was the only guy that anybody knew. Who? I'm th- I'm trying to think. Carlos? Yes. Oh. Carlos Lopez? That, that's what I'm saying. 
Yeah, they're. I, I think Kevin yeah, Burns it, is it, the last it, fan you know, favorite. That, that's part of it. You have to stick around to be a yes. fan favorite, and we haven't had anybody stick around. You have but, to be good and a fan. And and so, and so if you look around. at the same seniors that have graduated the last few years, like JoJo, he wasn't a fan favorite. He mm-hmm. he made people happy and pissed in this within ten seconds. Yes. Um, you know, uh, Jordy was fine, but you know, not a fan favorite. He's no. a one-year guy, and nobody cared. I no, it's, literally. I think Ken Birch was the last true. When he walked on the court, fans just ate it up. Yeah, I think you're right. Which is crazy. I think you're right. How many years ago was that? And Five before that, Mike Moser had that, but he ended up leaving. Mike Moser had a lot of that. Yeah, if you because think he about played it. so hard. But he was only a one-year guy here, two-year guy. Two-year. But his second year, not nearly like his first. No, well, he snapped his elbow, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yep. Right, right before, and started shooting threes every time. Yeah, and stop rebounding. But we, we certainly loved him in that North Carolina game. Oh my God! <laughs> well, I'd, li- I'd like to I'd, him and Chase. You know, it's I don't know how UNLV gets that back. Um, <laughs> the enthusiasm. I mean, if this is a rebuilding year and it takes another year or two, um, now you're competing with Raider football too. Uh, the competitive and, and dollar. Did you see their PSLs? Yeah. Just out of control. Yeah. You're talking fifteen, twenty thousand just to own the seat? That's not even tickets. Yep. Now you're asking, oh, you want to be a night fan too? Mm-hmm. Who's captivated the city more than probably the Raiders can? Probably in that first year, yeah. That's going to be hard to top. And then UNLV? basketball going on the same time you'll you'll have to research this maybe you could do an article on it since you haven't written one in six years um (laughs) um, get get the average attendance of the sports in town Mm -hmm. Um, because if my guess is obviously they're going to be behind the knights yes they're going to be behind rebel football yes they're sadly i think they're going to be behind the aces Women. Why I don't know. I, I, I haven't I, seen one game yet. They're getting above seven thousand. Oh well, then they're behind the aces. And if I'm not, are they behind the lights? I think so. Because the lights sell out every game. I think so. I think they're behind the lights too. Now, of course, you know, you'll have that inflated eleven thousand in attendance when when you could sit there and if you didn't get bored easily, you could count all twelve hundred. <laughs> in actual attendance. I mean, I know they have to go by season tickets sold, but you sure. Know, the, when it comes it's down to revenue. it, when it comes down to it, and then when you add the Raiders, obviously that's not even close. Wow, but no. but I mean, you're you're gonna sit there and be the fifth or sixth most attended sport in your city when just if you a throw few... in if you throw in UFC and boxing. No, no, well you can't throw those in. Those All are right. team sports. That's but, true. Because those th- those outdrew the Rebels in their heyday. Yes. You, you know. So. Um, yeah, but it, it's gonna be hard. I just don't know. I mean, it's easy to say just win. That that's always the easy answer to everything. I don't, I don't think that's the answer anymore. I don't think so either. I think you got to win with you, you got to generate some publicity and putting out. You have to be. You have to, and and this comes back to the scheduling thing. Yeah. You have to get people excited somehow, some way. You have to play the best, and you have to try and beat some people. I, I, and that's the only way to get people talking in this town, because as soon as these knights start playing, everybody's gonna be. All up in them. Yeah, I, and I don't know. They start their much... season October 4th. Mm-hmm. We start ours in November. Right. So we're going to have a month in. 
sadly to say, UNLV better be hoping that the Knights start off really poorly. Um, I, we talked about that, I think, on one of our two podcasts last year, that we, you don't want the Knights to lose, but the Knights winning hurts UNLV. I mean, we've talked about that on the site for a long time. And I, we, didn't I, many, realize, we didn't realize how, how, how much they did. How many years ago did I talk about that, about football? What The potential is there for UNLV. The fans aren't going to sit around for mediocrity and, and below mediocrity. They, they just aren't. There's competition for the dollar, not, not only just sports, but other. I mean, the city's grown in terms of entertainment tremendously. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what UNLV could do in terms of marketing. I mean, you have to win. No amount of marketing is going to work if you don't win. So you have to win. You have to play somebody, too. We showed last year that you could get off to a 9-1 and one start. If you play nobody, nobody cares. Nobody they, they weren't showing up for those games. Nobody showed up for those games. They, the Arizona game was half Arizona fans, and that was our big draw for the season. Well, and, and here's what we really got to think about nowadays. Transient City, which is great, but the transients that are moving here don't remember UNLV basketball. Not anymore, no. In the 2000s when people were coming here? Yeah, 2000 they, they, they to 2010? Yeah. They... they Witnessed the UNLV basketball. Mm -hmm. So they were excited to come watch UNLV basketball. The transients moving into town now, they don't remember Kevin Kruger's team. No, and they, they, they have no um, – they, they their loyalties lie elsewhere. You've got to win them over. And I don't know how you generate the excitement. I think you have to play somebody first of all. And we, yes. We failed at doing that two years in a row. I don't think 10-second YouTube clips saying – Look how hard we're working with the Navy SEALs or look at us dribble around this stationary chair. We're busting our butts in the Mendenhall is the type of thing that draws <laughs> fans in. I mean, but then again, by the same token, I don't know what they're supposed to do other than schedule. schedule. And this is the second year in a way where we shied away from playing anybody. I know that it'll get candy coated and played up as... Oh, it's better than what most people think, but it's still going to end up being a, a schedule that plays too many sub-200 teams, far too many sub-200 teams. And they're not – my guess is they will not be prepared for a mediocre but better than last year Mountain West Conference. They won't be prepared. And That's I, fair. I, I'll go with that. And, and, and That's Joe, unfortunate, I'm, I'm though. I'm disappointed. I am too. I'm I'm severely disappointed. So what are we gonna do next year? Are we gonna say, well, you know what? We lost Juice. He was a senior. Um, we lost um, Chris Clyburn. He was a senior, and they both started. So Noah senior. Yeah, Noah's a senior. So we lost three starters that were seniors, and it's a rebuilding year. So we've got to schedule a week again. Hmm. I. But that's what it seems like we're being set up for. It seems like. It seems like we're being beat down to completely accept and swallow mediocrity as the way of life at UNLV. And that's not a good feeling. But you, you see the Las Vegas fans in general, and we knew this, they respond to entertainment in, in the building and winning. That's it. That's it. And you, you have to do both. Yes. You, you have to do both because um, – but you can entertain from the building standpoint and st like a Kruger team. You can still have a Kruger team and win and entertain from the building. Right. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Because that's what the Knights did. Right now, we're missing like a six ingredients out of a seven ingredient recipe. Yeah. Is what it feels like. 
And I don't know what the one ingredient that we have is. What's really sad is just remembering back to like Mountain West semifinal Friday nights. Oh, man, those were I was so pumped for those. Weren't they great? Oh, they were fantastic. It, it felt like you were at the NCAA tournament. It felt like you were going to hear one shining moment blare over the speakers just because that's what the atmosphere. Not, and even not, that not, was not, kind of small time. Yeah. And no. we knew that. Yeah. But but the, now we ache for that. But the whole, in fairness, it's not just UNLV. I think the whole conference in general responded it, that way. Sure. And, and the Mount West Conference, whether opposing fans want to admit it or not, the Mount West Conference is much better when UNLV is either good or talked about or exciting. Because let's face it, even though Rice didn't have enough success in Mountain West play, it still drew. Yes. And it drew. We were still talked about in the offseason and and preseason. It drew ire of the other fans that we are still. It was almost to the point where they were like, well, we have sort of like New Mexico this year. We have to concede it to you guys. You got it on paper, but you got to prove it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what you guys haven't been able to prove it yet, but it still led to an uncertainty and it led to us being watched and rooted against and it considered a big talked win about. Just it, talked it, about. and it was considered a big win. They loved beating us. They mm-hmm. right now beating us is like beating San Jose. It's, it's, it, it's expected. We're just another team on the schedule. We're not a tough venue. There's no home court advantage. The fireworks don't they make the other teams just smile, you know? But oh, look at the pretty lights! Yeah, let's bring out our own sparklers. Um, no, I don't know. I, a, I, a lot's missing, and folks. I don't mean to belittle what's going on. I just—it's a tough situation. It's—it's it's, it's hard because we. Well, let me ask you this. Let me ask fans. you this. Um, Tina was always a football person, football mm-hmm. first. That was always her baby. And yep. she made the Sanchez hire. Do you think that there's, you know, a conscious movement to make it a football school, say? I would venture to say if you're looking long term, there better be. Well, I'm not disagreeing with that. It should have been that way a long time ago, even though I don't like it because I'm more of a basketball guy. Mm-hmm. But football is. Rules. It's 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 the draw. It's it's what makes the money, and or at least you can't have it lose so much money, <laughs> right? Um, but I, I don't know. The thing is, you in order to make football king at a school, it shouldn't come because the king at the school dies. It should be because football elevated drastically to rise above basketball, not because football fell f- flat on its face. And they get it by default. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. And it, it almost, and I'm not saying it was a conscious effort to kill basketball. And I'm not saying basketball's dead yet. But it, it, it just yeah. seems like it's on life support and there's very li- little treatment going on. 20 wins. Didn't fool anybody last year. It was a horrible schedule. You could have won 20 wins with our walk-ons. I'm telling you. You can have 20 wins with our walk-ons 20, last year. 20 years from now, you would think that UNLV basketball rem- would be remembered as BT before Tarkanian. Mm-hmm. 20 years from now, I think it'll be BR before Rice. I don't know. And it, after Rice. Well, there's obviously those are the lines of clear demarcation. Me, that's it. That's when we stop trying. It does seem like that. 
It does seem like that. I mean, and, and the thing is, it, it can be remedied, but it takes money, and it takes a full-time commitment from everybody, from everybody. administration, coaching staffs, and, and fans and boosters to all put up or shut up mm-hmm. and get on the same page and fully commit. I mean, that's what it's going to take, and we, we, we just don't have that with fans. With it's, it's just all over the place. There's a lot of hard feelings. There's a lot of animosity. Um, there's very the amazing thing unity. is we weren't even spending much money on rice. No, we're spending squat. Right. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to get into that. I mean, we've talked about it a yes. million times. He shouldn't have been Ed fired Dawson. when he was Ed fired. I know. Um, it was one one of the worst. It's the worst move UNLV's made since Ed you know when since Tark. No, maybe not since Tark, but it's 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 a, it, it was it, it wasn't. Uh, thought out very well, and we're paying the price now, unfortunately, because well, I, I have a hard time thinking that the last two years would have been as bad as they've been if Rice were still here. In yeah. fact, I could promise they wouldn't have been. You, we wouldn't have had our our worst season of all time, and we wouldn't have had 20 wins against that schedule with whatever players we had. It just wouldn't have happened. I mean, yeah. so then it, then it's like, well, if you kept them for another year or two years and fired them at the end of the year, you really didn't have these two really bad you know it's 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 water under the bridge it just shows um how short-sighted and quite frankly how just messed up UNLV is that they didn't have the money to even for the buyout they struggled for the buyout money in the end and then they didn't have money for a new coach and we're paying for it um know what you're doing people know what you're doing I mean anybody that runs a business like this they lose their business you go under. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. It's a screwed up school. But I am, honestly, I like Sanchez. Um, I like the schedule. I, I, I'm, I'm honestly. Yeah, I think it sets up nice. I'm honestly legitimately looking forward to this year. In fact, I'm actually, I was going to ask you, and I doubt you will. I was actually contemplating going down to L.A. Ooh, for, There's plenty of seats for, us for that game. Yeah, why not? Can't. Why? Labor Day weekend. So? Well, unfortunately, that's a big weekend in my business. I know. I tried, but well, it's that. But I, I do like the idea of going to games this year. I, I may, I may end up going down to USC. And there's another amazing thing: I haven't been to a UNLV road game since. Oh, who was this? I don't even know this. I think it was the plan, the fans planned that bus trip down to. Not Bakersfield. What's the one? Definitely not Bakersfield. No. If we played Bakersfield on the road in football. No, I'm talking basketball. The last basketball road oh. game I went to was Riverside. Riverside. Remember we took the bus trip down there with a bunch of fans? We took about three buses, I think, mm-hmm. down there. Mm-hmm. Um, that was that was the year Derek Jones played and, and, and Steven Zimmerman. It was early in the year. Haven't been to a, haven't even thought about going to a Rebel road basketball game. And here I am. Now thinking of taking a Rebel football road trip, which Jones I've never done. Arkansas. Which I've never done. Uh, you know what? That that actually be kind of cool. That would you be fun. The truth. You want to do it? It's not a horrible idea. It isn't. Is it a Friday or a Saturday game? It's a Saturday. It's a Saturday TBA, September 22nd. You know what? Let's look into it. I, I have no idea. I've where never Jones, been in wh- that part of the wh- Where's the Jonesboro? I have no idea. We go down there, have some ribs, and eat some crawdads or something. I don't know what the hell they have. We're doing something good. You know what? Honestly. That's not horrible. Let's look into it. I, I think I'd like I think I'd like that. I I am not <laughs> are, we, are we still are we still podcast trying to make plans here? Well 
I don't know. I'm. I it, love it. it. it hey, like if anybody else wants to go to Jonesboro, just let us know. Where's Jonesboro? I have no idea. Besides I'm, Arkansas, I'm gonna, it's, it's in, Arkansas. It's in Arkansas somewhere. I'm going to assume it's probably on the Louisiana side. Louisiana side by mm. like Fort Smith and yeah, down there, down near there. You think? I, I don't know. I, I'm going to look it up, though, because now I'm interested. And now we got to find an airport that goes near there. You want to drive it? No. <laughs> no chance. All right. Well, that's been long enough. I mean, w- w- hey, you wanted to drag this on. You said we have to at least do an hour. Did we get to an hour? We, we just broke an hour. Hey, Jonesboro. So, um, and we didn't talk. Arkansas. And also, as you wanted, we didn't talk much basketball. I think we got into it. We got into it a little bit. The schedule sucks. Hey, what you didn't wait? Was anybody at Desert Rain this year? I don't know, and I don't think any. I loved calling Desert Rain games. No, it was fun. It was fun for a while there. You got into it and making it rain. It was, it was my favorite part of the week, you know. And uh, now I don't even think about it. No, I know they they were trying to get a couple players. I think it fell through. Uh, I I got to give Bjorn a call, but um, oh, you, you know what? You never talked about the uh, Diamond Head at all. Oh, the Diamond Head Classic? Yeah. Do you see the brackets? I haven't. Yeah. Talk to me. Um, well, I, I have to look it up, but um, I believe we play... I think we lost everybody with our Jonesboro talk, by the well, way. Well, we, we probably did, but, um, you know, St. Mary's dropped out, and I think they were replaced by Bucknell. Yes. And UNLV opens against Hawaii. Ooh. Um, you know... And, That's um, an interesting game. It, it is. Old whack game. You know... Not arguing, but talking with some fans on, on who was the that? Site. Achilles Smith or what was his name? Alika, Alika Smith. Smith and Anthony H- Helicopter, Carter, Anthony Carter, Micah Kroger. Oh, Kroger and was tough. Aaron Galloway. Galloway was, was the helicopter. helicopter. Right. They, they, they were a good team, but they're fun. I, I having discussion with some fans on the site that say it's going to be a tough game because why is tough against good teams at home? Well, they were twenty years ago. Yeah, they're not anymore. I mean, I mean, they, they could. Uh, Reggie beat him last year. Are we good though? No, they're no, no, tough no, against no, good no. teams at home. Well, no, are we good? But they they lost they lost some games last year to some really bad teams. And anybody that was well, good, they're a that big West there. team now. No, I know they're 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 garbage. Is it's what like I'm playing saying. at Long Beach. Um, you can yeah. lose, but yeah, sure you could lose, but you, you really don't expect it. <laughs> uh, UNLV in the in the opening round, Indiana State plays Colorado. UNLV plays Hawaii. The winners of those two games play. The losers of those two games play. Um, so UNLV does. You know, Colorado. I don't know how they're going to be this year, but you, you know, they're they're going to be a middle of the pack, Not Pac-12 even. team, probably lower. Well, maybe, but it's it's still a good, yeah, a decent. Got a good coach. Foe, Tad Boyle's good. A, a good foe to have mm-hmm. in a tournament like this. Sure. And, and then if you could somehow, some way, end up getting to play either TCU or Rhode Island along the way in the bracket, you end up having a decent tournament. Yeah. Um, not great. Not beat Hawaii. You, you got to. Otherwise, you're just yeah. Because if you, if you lose to Hawaii and then you get Indiana State and then you play Bucknell, you can end up two and one in a tournament and it doesn't matter. By the way, there's a reason Hawaii's the, the host. They get to play whoever they want. You think they did that for draw? Sure. Yeah, it has to be for draw. Because now there's you're looking history. at there's a history there. They get the the third best team. Yeah. So. What, what what are you saying? They get the third best team. Hawaii? Colorado would be the third, technically the third best team after TCU and right and uh, Rhode yeah. Island. Yeah, we we got the we got the easier side of the bracket. Hmm. And um, Hawaii so, would would position themselves as the four seed. Probably, yeah. That's that's the way it looks. It looks like um, 
Would Bucknell be the bottom seed? Yeah. I thought they did. Or Charlotte. Charlotte. Charlotte would be the bottom seed. Okay. And then Bucknell be it'd be TCU one, Charlotte eight, Rhode Island two. Mm-hmm. But why would you have a one two in the semis? Because because Hawaii, Hawaii dictates. Right. Well, whatever it is, UNLV has the opportunity to actually get a couple good wins there, a couple good games. But there's also the opportunity to come out two and one and have it be completely fruitless. I mean, if you beat Indiana State and you beat Bucknell or and Charlotte, and you also have to play on Christmas Day in this tournament. Uh, yeah, you do. Which is. <laughs> Hopefully UNLV beats Hawaii, then they beat Colorado, and then they take care of Rhode Island or TCU in the finals. And then and then, then we could start saying, you know what, maybe this team has a little bit going for And themselves. the whole country would be watching because it's literally the only yeah. game being played on Christmas Day now. And this 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 will be after Cincy, though. So we'll, we'll get some answers with the Cincy game, I would think. And it's <sighs> after BYU also. So, you know, um, we'll... Even though the non-conference isn't a good schedule, I think we'll learn, we'll learn something enough. about the team. We'll learn enough. Um, to whether we should compete or not compete in the Mountain West. Last year, though, we thought we should compete in the Mountain West, heading into the Mountain West, because we battled Arizona, and we absolutely demoralized Utah in a game where we looked fantastic. Yeah, we did. And so... Um, and But we struggled against an Illinois team that was awful. Yeah, so we did. But but th- th- there was enough there with McCoy putting up these big numbers, Juice coming into his own and looking like the the JUCO player of the year um, early in the year. I would say he seemed like the JUCO player. I mean, yeah. he was good. Yeah, and early in the year, especially early in the year, Jordy looked like just a fantastic point guard. Mm-hmm. He didn't look bad late. He just didn't look as good as he did early. He wasn't quite the playmaker, right? And so with that non-conference semi-success. Most of it against bad teams, but against the better teams, there was still some success. Mm-hmm. We headed into the Mountain West thinking, hey, here we go. We got a shot. And that was immediately shot down like it is every year within the first few games. Every year. Every year. It's every, worse. every year, the first third of the. Doesn't matter the, who we play. It doesn't. It doesn't. Road, home, it doesn't <laughs> we're matter. We're the worst. We're, we're in seventh place after the first five games every year, and then we're trying to climb back up, and we never do. And this year, Four NBA draft picks on you the know, squad. And, and then this year, we can't, can't win a game. This year, we had a shot at finishing in the top four with where we were positioned, but then we dropped six out of seven in the season, and that puts you wherever we were, eighth or ninth or tenth or whatever it was. Yes, it was bad. Um, embarrassing. So, I don't know. I, I still think we'll get a feel after um, after this tournament specifically. We'll, we'll, we'll know where the team stands. We'll be able to say, hey, this team should you know, battle for the top half of conference, bottom half of conference. Mm-hmm. And we could talk about it with about 1,200 other fans while we're at the games. We could also. Oh, yeah. You're going to you're gonna get to Honolulu? No, no, no. When the season continues oh, after got this. It, got it, got it. Back at the MAC when we have 1,200 to 1,400 per game. Well, hopefully we're undefeated and oh, the MAC's rocking. That'd be fantastic. Uh, that, that'd be awesome. I don't would expect be awesome. it, but, you know, a lot of things. Every year it seems to be like um, there's a lot of question marks, and the more question marks there are, the more no's there are to those question marks. And this year there seems to be more question marks than ever, unfortunately. I don't think so. I don't think we're, I do. we have any question marks. What do you mean? Well, we have a starting five, and those guys are going to play a lot of ball. So, All right. Question. 
Juice, he's now going to be the focal point of the defense. We know that he was very good off the ball being a secondary option because he was able to feed off a lot of the double teaming on Brandon. He played that role very, very well. Mm -hmm. Now they're focusing on you. How does he handle double teams in the post? That's Ooh. a question. Uh, why Noah. Noah, he's he's a good basketball well, oh, player. Oh, you didn't even let me answer that question. Noah's a very good basketball player. He's a winner. He always wins. He's mm -hmm. just a tough, tough kid. Not very quick. Doesn't get to the rim a lot. Mediocre shooter. How does that translate going to a conference that's better than one where he was at? He's also small in stature. Like I said, I love he's the kids. He's also a senior. And he's also, you're right, he is a senior. And he is tough and he is a winner. How does that all translate? I mean, to, to me, Noah was as big as any of those Gorman players. Absolutely. When they beat Finley Prep. A hundred percent. He was. He, he was. If not the best player in the court, very close. It's MVP for that game, probably. Yep. Ben, ben was fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, that's another question mark. Who's going to shoot the ball? We lost uh, as as inconsistent. That's, that's as, your biggest question mark. As inconsistent as JoJo was last year, you knew he could hit a shot. Hardy's off and on. Um, we, we Hardy's got to make a big step from, from freshman huge. to sophomore. So you're asking about questions. Outside shooting looks like it's going to be ridiculously bad. What are we going to do defensively? Last year was the worst defense I think I've ever seen in, in a UNLV squad. And that wasn't just because McCoy didn't anchor it well. That was part of it. No. But we didn't stop anybody we off had, the point of dribble either. We had two extremely poor guard defenders in, in Mooring and Johnson. I mean, Mooring didn't care about defense. No. McCoy didn't care about defense. So right there, two different uh, guys, that. your anchor and your, your top-line defender. Okay. Um, Johnson wasn't big. Tough for him to defend hard. Noah's not big. Yeah, but I've seen Noah defend good players. So okay. I, I, I don't uh, – but, but I'm, I'm not worried about Noah playing saying, against good competition. You're saying there aren't very many questions. There's a ton of questions with this team. Well, Shakur – I'm not concerned about him. I don't think we'll throw it into him and make him go double teaming. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's, he's not that type of player. It's Hamil he's a go get it. Hamilton's type of guy. supposed to be a stud. He's supposed to average, you know, somewhere in, in the low teens, mid teens, uh, points per game. How many shots is it going to take him to get that? Can he discern a good shot from a poor shot? This is this isn't high school anymore. This is D one. There's always that adjustment. My biggest question is the two centers. Uh, Do absolutely. either of them make a big jump and become dominant? Well, I don't know. That, I don't think uh, Demelli will, but the other one could. Could, and I don't. No, I don't think to dominant, but serviceable. At well, least. he could at least become dominant defensively. There's oh, no doubt about that. Hopefully, he's hopefully. so long and so active, and seems to have a great attitude when he plays. He could. Um, now that McCoy's out of out of his way, I think he could make a really big leap in terms of. Big-time player. Maybe. I don't know. There's just a lot of questions. Some of them will be answered Jung. With, with with a smile on your face, and other ones will leave you rubbing your eyes. Ooh. I do that quite often. Yeah, you do do the eye rub. So um, I don't know. There's it's uh, that, What I'm hoping for is football successful. We make the bowl game. People are excited about that, and they kind of lay off with the pressure on basketball for a little bit because – if it's ugly early, I'd rather have people not pile on so much, you know. Uh, <coughs> but we, we aren't going to lose any of those first uh, – the schedule, we're not going to lose any of those six first games. We should win them all by 20, shouldn't we? Hey, if we're playing on 
what, what's the date here? If we are playing on November 24th, two days after Thanksgiving, for a bowl game against Reno, no one's going to be thinking about Rebel, Bas- Rebel Basketball I, I not playing Cincy until December 2nd. I agree with you, and, and that's kind of what you're hoping for. The, the, That'd be fine. The problem comes in is if the football team really struggles and we're a 500 team because then people shift their focus if, to basketball and it puts extra pressure well, on Well, and it, if football tanks and hockey's off to a hard start, it, it's then a, just forget it, it. Yeah, I agree. Then um, just forget it. Pack it up. Try again next year. Man. I was depressed earlier today. You depressed me even more, dude. Well, thanks. I have that in me. You're a sweet guy. I do that to a lot of people. Sweet guy. But we we're chasing down this dream. Yeah. Dream of a bowl game. First one since the heart of Texas or Dallas or well, what was it? Let, let's the heart see. of something bowl. Let me let me uh, dream of a bowl game. I know we're going to make one this year, Joe. Uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I can't see us not making a bowl. I really think we're going to end up. I'll hedge my bets and say seven and five, but I really think we're going to go eight and four. Eight and four? Yeah, I do. I like that. I really think we're going to go eight and four. What if we go nine? I wouldn't make that bet. I will. I will play over five and a half, though. I think that's insane. I'll play over six too. I would play over six too. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll. Yeah, I would too. I like a server six. But then again, we're a quarterback injury away from being two and nine. I'll just go out on a limb. I'll say Las Vegas Bowl. That'd be. You can't leave air silence here, T. Las Vegas Bowl. That's what I want. What's the date? Las Vegas Bowl is played on December 15th. Opponent to be determined. UNLV? UNLV for somebody. I like it. All right. Well, that's what we're aiming for. That's the goal. That, we that's where it. we end up. Maybe we we'll play it. Arkansas. Hey, I'll take it. <laughs> Rematch of 2000. All right. We'll see you next time, folks. Go Rebels. Go Rebels.